0: Hey everyone, I'm Chris Hall and this is the Downtime Podcast where we're going to be taking you deeper than ever into the gravity-based side of mountain biking. First up, a quick thank you to our supporting partners Canyon Bikes and Magura and we've got offers and giveaways too. Canyon have recently launched a whole new range of awesome e-bikes from full-blown long-travel gravity options and race-bred e-enduro weapons to playful trail e-bikes and there's even a new cheeky hardtail in the lineup as well. Head over to canyon.com to check them out. I've been lucky enough to spend a bit of time on the Strive On over the last couple of weeks, and I can report it is a whole lot of fun. What's even better is that if you fancy one of Canyon's awesome e-bikes, then as a downtime listener, you can get free Bike Guard on your e-bike order until midnight CET on the 3rd of June, 2023. All you need to do is use the code CANYON-FULLY dash charge, dash 2023, all in uppercase at the checkout over on canyon.com. Terms and conditions apply and they can be found in the show notes for this episode on downtimepodcast.com. A wireless dropper post is a great upgrade to your bike and super simple to fit too. I've been using the Magura Viron MDS V3 dropper post and its short length has enabled me to fit a 175mm drop post where I'd normally be stuck with 150mm drop with a lot of brands. Magura have made the Viron as simple as possible. It runs on regular batteries and uses Bluetooth connectivity between the really nice feeling remote and the post itself. This means that the post is super quick to react and you can drop or raise the post to wherever you want in the stroke. The Viron comes in 30.9 and 31.6 millimetre diameter and with either 100, 125, 150 or 175 millimetres of drop. So there's something for everyone. You can also adjust the post with a simple space of between 100 and 125 mm drop and between 150 and 175 millimetre too. So if you're looking for a simple to fit, easy to use dropper post that's robust and reliable too, then check out the Magura Viron MDS V3 post at magura.com or at your local Magura stockist. All right, it's listener survey time again and Magura have been kind enough to give us three sets of my favourite breaks, the awesome MT7 Pros to give away. To be in with a chance of winning some, all you need to do is to head to downtimepodcast.com forward slash survey and fill in this year's listener survey. It's really simple to do. It's only going to take you a couple of minutes and it's a massive help to me and lovely to find out more about you too. So head over to downtimepodcast.com forward slash survey and we'll be choosing the winners of three sets of Magura MT7 Pro breaks at random on Thursday, the 8th of June. If you find the podcast provides you with some value, maybe you've learned something that's helped your riding or your fitness, maybe it's got you stoked to go riding or to come back from an injury, or maybe it's just something to pass the time when you can't be riding your bike, then it would be awesome if you are able to do a little something in return to help the podcast continue and improve by setting up a small regular donation via my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash downtime podcast. That's Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Big thank you to Dan Farrer and Rich Gardner who joined that list of lovely Patreons this week. Also, if you want to represent the podcast, we've still got downtime t-shirts, sweatshirts and hoodies available over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash shop. Otherwise, don't forget to follow the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode by hitting that button in your podcast app now or there's buttons for all the major platforms over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash follow. You can either listen to today's episode right here, or if you'd prefer to watch it on site in Charlie Hatton's garage, you can do that now over on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash at Downtime Podcast. I'll also stick a link to the video in the show notes over on my website, downtimepodcast.com. All right, in 2022, Andreas Kolb was podium guy, taking five podiums and fourth in the overall standings. However, Andreas' success has not come overnight. We chat about his early racing career where he took big risks and as a result had a lot of injuries. Hear how surrounding himself with the right people has helped him find consistency and ultimately make the move to a top team like Atherton Racing. We chat about his incredible 2022 season and what it's going to take for him to win in 2023, along with a bit about hardline and plenty more. So, without further ado, here's Andreas Kolb. Andreas Kolb, welcome to the Downtime Podcast, man. Thanks for taking some time to sit in uh, Charlie Hatton's garage with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, lovely place. Stoked to be here.
0: Yeah, he's done a great job uh, getting this all set up for us, so thanks, Charlie, for that. Um, Yeah, let's go go back to the start. Um, You grew up in Austria, right? Right. Um, Tell us a little bit about how mountain biking came into your life in the first place.
1: Um, I think mountain biking was always a part of my life. I always like loved like just ride my bike in the backyard, like just build like little jumps down the street and like jump off to the uh, field next to our house. But not really like I did any races as a kid or anything. I was into skiing more. Okay, like everybody is in Austria. Um, and yeah, I was going to the World Cup the last three years in Shopping, I think yeah so 2007 2008 and 9 I think or was it 10 the last one I don't remember I was just watching the four cross races and the downhill races it was so good I remember I said to my mom I will never do this this is way too crazy <laughs> but I could feel like this is this looks so good yeah. I need to try this in the future and I ended up like pushing up my bike on the downhill track losing my chain after 10 <laughs> me- meters and stuff like this and, but still, it was a good time. And when I started to become a car mechanic ah, okay. after school, I was a car mechanic yeah. when I was fifteen. I got some money in and bought my first real downhill bike. And two weeks later, I started racing. So, wow, it happened pretty quick. That's cool. So when I was sixteen, I like yeah
0: really started to get into it. Got, got stuck into it. Yeah. Do you come from like a family of competitive sport or background or any of that kind of stuff? Not at all. No. Not at all. No. Okay.
1: I think I'm pretty much the only sports guy in our family. Okay. My dad is like, how's it called? Not parachuting. The bigger ones, like the stiffer ones.
0: Oh, like a parapont or paragliding.
1: No, it's a paragliding. Oh, hang gliding. Hang gliding, that's it. Yeah, Yeah, he's doing that. Okay. But just for fun. Okay. So there's no competition in my family. Yeah.
0: So maybe a bit of an adrenaline thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. Like love to sport, like mountains. Like we love hiking, like everybody does in my area. So yeah, skiing
0: nice awesome way to get started so what was your early racing career like then i guess you've got like the ixs cup to thank there's a a real good scene there
1: oh definitely i think the ixs cup was pretty much the only races i could do there was an austrian cup which just ended like Uh when i started racing there was no austria cup in the next couple of years like my second year there was no austrian cup anymore because yeah the austrian scene is not too big sadly Uh um so I was racing pretty much IXS Cups only and World Cup Leogang. Gang.
0: Yeah, so you did a couple yeah. of years both your junior years you raced the Yeah, Leogang that was my World first Cup. year
1: racing pretty much. Yeah. Did uh, you
0: have any support at that point or were you like full privateer?
1: A friend of mine, he helped me out. Okay. But yeah, just he came there, like helped me out like working on the bike, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. It was a bit loose. I was riding bikes. Oh my god. <laughs> it's crazy when you see like the privateers now, they're like the sickest bikes ever. Sometimes you see guys on shit bikes, but yeah, not yeah. so much these days. I yeah. was on a what was it? A Morwood Isima. Do you okay. remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the reach was like four sixteen on this. Side. <laughs> and I was, you're the, a tall I was guy, the same right? size like now. Yeah. 185. And now I'm on four eighty. Like the difference is insane and I think it was bent in the end of the season and the fork was bent as well. It was like
0: Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Pretty so funny. That, that was twenty thirteen and fourteen, I think, your junior seasons. Yeah. DNS the first year. And yeah, then, I broke my
1: hand in Qualies.
0: Ah, uh, no way. Yeah. Well, that's a hard way first to start World your Cup, World yeah. Cup. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The World Cups didn't go too great on the beginning.
0: What so what was it like turning up at your first World Cup? Because not only is it your first World Cup, but you're in a category against riders that are racing the entire series that have pretty much got full factory sponsorship, some of the guys at that point. Like, the junior fear was pretty deep.
1: Yeah, I had a pretty good year. It was Verger, Lucas Shaw, Amory Piron, <laughs> yeah. Innes Graham was really good, Taylor yeah. Vernon. like There were a lot of good guys in my year. But to be honest, I didn't really know much about them. Okay. I, and I didn't, like, follow the junior racing too much. Yeah. I was just following the lead races. And, yeah, I was just racing for fun, okay. pretty much. Yeah. Like, 2013, I came into it, and I didn't expect anything. So, yeah, 2014, it restarted. Really started. Yeah. And I think I got two top 10s. Yeah, ninth, Two races I did, like, Nine and 10th, I yeah, think, yeah. at the World Champs. Yeah. Which I was really stoked at. Yeah. That was, like, the beginning of, okay, I want to do this, like, properly.
0: Okay, you started to think there could potentially yeah. be, like, a career within the sport at that point
1: yeah definitely that was the beginning where i was like yeah i want to do this yeah for sure
0: excellent so yeah 2015 you moved up into elite um and looking back at your results through 15 and 16 there were quite a lot of dnfs and <laughs> dnqs was it a hard leap up into that category for you oh
1: it was really bad yeah i think i came into first year elite and broke my how do you call that bone upper arm bone oh yeah i don't this know one. i straight had an injury before the first race Then came to the first World Cup. It wasn't the first World Cup, but it was the first elite World Cup for me in in Leo Gang. And I crashed in the first corner. Oh, man. I had like, the mindset I had back then was insane. I was just like going as hard as possible. Yeah. Like, I didn't care about injuries or anything. I just, yeah, went for it. And I remember going into the first corner. I was like, I'm going to break so late for this one. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. And then I just went OTB over the berm. You know, the old, like, right-hander yeah, used yeah. to race? Yeah. It's like, boom. Straight over the and top. everybody was on the start gate. My mom, my sister, my trainer. Oh, They're all it. what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it was so Excellent. good. Um, I mean, wasn't too good. But, yeah, I wasn't doing too well. Okay. Just, I think I had, a, I had a good raw speed.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, just crashing. crashing was it crashing. mindset? Was it that typical kind of junior, I guess, like, going a bit too hard?
1: Yeah, definitely going too hard. Yeah. And I didn't have anybody who, like, told me, go easy, trust the process and yeah, stuff like okay. this. Just,
0: yeah. So you didn't check? You just went harder every, yeah, I every went race, hard. I guess. I felt yeah. like
1: that's what boys do, like, just go hard. Yeah. I didn't, like, realize if you step back and, like, build up slowly that this will work out in yeah. the end. yeah, yeah. So I just thought I like, I need to go hard as like as hard as possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it did, and it did sort of start to come together a little bit. Like back end of 2016, you had 42nd at Val Nord, which you followed up with a 28th at World Champs in Val soul Oh, yeah, true. That was that, had, was that year. Yeah, had anything changed? Were you still in that like let's just go nah, ham mentality, or
1: I was still loose. <laughs> I was
0: still really loose. <laughs> so that was luck, was it? Yeah, like, luck and some raw skill. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, I know. That, there's a picture from Val Sol where. I was, my front wheel is like higher than my head nearly. I uh, I have no idea how I saved it. And I got off track in my race. and I remember this. It was super dusty one. Yeah. And I did like a spray with my front wheel up my face like powder skiing and just like the loosest moment ever. Yeah. Like when I think back about it, like think back now, it's, it's unreal the, the way I just like thought about racing. Like so different to now. Yeah. I think I'm exactly the opposite now. So... Yeah. yeah, it seems to be that working. That was a wild yeah. season. Good yeah. season. Really good season though.
0: Yeah, a lot learned. A lot
1: I guess, of fun right? And, yeah. Yeah. Bit of hard with material stuff. I a few years I really struggled with material. Like I didn't get the best.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Tires and stuff
1: like yeah. that. So that was quite hard.
0: Yeah. What? Who were you riding for? Was that the like a Saracen that was, team um, at that point?
1: 2016 was Sportsnet. Okay. Yeah. That was on Ns bikes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And then. I mean, you, you didn't give up. You kept chipping away at it. Um, 2018, you had a top 20 in lozenge, yeah. which is a solid result given the, the depth of the field at that point. And then you got signed to Gamax in 2019, I think. Yeah, Tell us a bit about that. That must have been quite a, like a, a big move for you, I guess. Yeah,
1: that was definitely a big move for me. Um, I think, yeah, it was 2018. It's crazy. I need to think back now. Um I said I actually said 2018 i I stopped working as a car mechanic okay and I put everything onto this season I was like if it works out this this season I will keep doing this otherwise I will stop because I don't have the money for it yeah my body is not very <laughs> happy about the way I'm doing this and yeah. I just thought it, it doesn't it didn't make that much fun anymore okay. because I was just being injured and wasting money pretty much um uh, not wasting money it was a good time but I was just stressed going from work to the next World Cup, not qualifying or injury, going back to work, like yeah. pretending to be not injured at work <laughs> and stuff like this. Um, and luckily, I had an okay season 2018, top 20, yeah. and a few other good results, uh, I think, like top 30 maybe. Yeah, there was a couple in the Top 40s. Yeah. Yeah. And Gammuk signed me up. And yeah, from there on, it like started to get really more professional yeah i could like stop working just did like a few things on the side and i think the biggest thing was working together with Marcus Peckel, a uh-huh. former racer from ms mondrecker yeah and he just showed me like what i need to do and how i need to work to be consistent yeah and yeah not getting
0: injured every year. So he he came in as like a in a coach sort of capacity for you or?
1: Yeah, pretty much everything. He was coach like on the mental side and also yeah. physical and technique. Uh he's still my technique coach. Okay. Like he, we analyze a lot. Like if I go to Davi like this week, yeah. I send videos to him and he's like analyzing like, oh, your suspension looks off there, or uh, your body position is too far back. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um so yeah, he's like my mentor Yeah yeah. still
0: So is that the first time someone sort of told you that maybe you should just chill out a bit and uh, calm definitely. down?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think people told me before but like just like random like a little bit. Yeah, okay. And I didn't want to listen.
2: Yeah.
1: I was a bit of how do you call it in English? Um when you don't want to listen to someone
0: else. Yeah, maybe a bit cocky or a bit yeah. over, overconfident in your own sort of I mean, not
1: not overconfident but I just like don't listen to
0: someone. Yeah like yeah yeah. (laughs) but so coming from marcus it was i guess held more significance right you know marcus has got that background
1: yeah and he was super um consistent for like i don't know how many years yeah and he had one injury i think in 15 years of racing so it's like this guy knows what he did yes he knows what he's doing yeah and i want to be a consistent guy not on and off
0: all the time yeah yeah cool when it it seemed to work right 2020 was your last season at gamux yeah and that consistency definitely seemed to appear i mean it was an off year right everything was a bit funny for everyone with covid but you can't hide those results like 22nd and 15th at maribor 17th and 14th at loser yeah definitely finding good like consistent top 20 pace yeah definitely what Um, what changed other than marcus obviously like helping you out there what were there any other things that you changed in your setup, your approach coming into 2020?
1: Um, I think there's quite a lot. I think it was just a process like the last couple of years. It was like stepping up like slowly and uh-huh. everything. But I think the biggest thing is the mental side. Okay. I got a mental coach since... When did I start to work together with her? I've actually done it right now. Probably 2019 I started okay. working with her. yeah um so yeah daniela my my mental coach yeah she's helping me out a lot um just i think I, I just struggled on the weekends like i had a different mindset again and yeah just stuff like random stuff at home sometimes like if i had problems with my ex-girlfriend and uh-huh. stuff like this i could just talk to her and she always helped me out with everything that's cool so, so it's not just to, not just a ride in and like no, the then it's
0: like the whole
1: i think for me it's more like uh, off like on the other side of racing uh-huh. or not things with racing yeah Um. if I have a problem at home yeah I like bring it to the races okay and now just talk about stuff yeah like that's the most thing we do like talk about problems and yeah this that's helps a cool. lot
0: has has she given you any like tools or techniques that you use regularly are there certain things you oh, yeah. do
1: yeah definitely yeah i do a lot of a lot more visual, visualization yeah i can't
0: say yeah. that no that's right
1: <laughs> um and i did do more like um meditation stuff okay but i don't do that much anymore uh-huh. it helped me for a certain time yeah and now i'm like right now it's good yeah sometimes i do it again when i feel like okay and yeah just other mental training stuff.
0: Yeah. don't should
1: not tell too much. You
0: don't want to give too much away. Can you, can you talk <laughs> us, talk to us a bit about the visualization? Like, what is it that you're visualizing? How much of a race run are you... Is it just the track? Is the crowd there? What are you doing in that visualization?
1: Um, I actually do the whole weekend. Like, I okay. start to do it, like, before yeah. the season starts. Yeah, yeah. I already go, like, through the weekend. Like, I arrive there. Like, what do I need to do? I go for a spin then... Uh-huh prepare my goggles for the next day on the day before and stuff like this like just like to remind myself so it's like already in my head and i don't forget it okay when i get there um and i do time like the race runs in my head like i go through it and time that ah with a physical stopwatch you're timing the visualization yeah yeah and it's crazy how close you get (laughs) it's it's crazy yeah you pretty much like get into like five seconds like quite easy and sometimes you get onto the second.
0: Over like a three, four minute track? Yeah, yeah. unreal. real. Yeah.
1: Like right now, uh, I already do a lens either. Yeah, yeah. Like go through the track and like time it. Yeah. And it's funny, like the more you visualize, the the more it feels like you're doing the race run right now.
0: Yeah. It's pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. Do you find you're more accurate on the time for tracks you've ridden more? Like if it's a new venue yeah. that you've only ridden a few few races at? No, definitely. Yeah.
1: definitely. I struggled with uh, Fort William. Okay. Because I haven't raced there much, yeah, and it's also a truck I struggle on a little bit, yeah, because it's not really techni- technical. Okay, so, yeah,
0: just should be good this year, flat out. <laughs> 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 yeah, we we'll talk a bit about that in uh, yeah. in a little while. So that 2020 season must have turned some heads, like consistent top 20 guy. Like as we've said, the pace at the, the top the top end of the sport is very strong these days, and that was enough to uh, get onto the Atherton Racing radar. Were were there other teams interested? Like, how how was that off season for you?
1: Um No, I think there was nobody interested. Actually, okay, it was it was a funny one. I actually wanted to stay with because I didn't think at all that I have a chance to get into a big team, uh-huh. but they didn't have the money to like keep me. Yeah, as a professional, I yep. would have had to go back to work, and I was like, I don't want to go back backwards right now. It's like I just moved forward. It feels like I need to step back again. It didn't feel right yeah. to me. Um, and David Trummer is a good friend of mine, one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And he he just said, just send uh, Lloydie a message. My my team manager right now. Yeah. Uh, he came up to him like because they were searching for a rider. Okay. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> Other than Racing. I mean, that sounds a bit unreal to me. Like, I don't know. I, I will. Not, I won't have a chance there. But yeah, let's try it. Okay. So I just send Lloyd a message on Instagram, yo, I heard you searching for a rider. Could you or would you be interested into like a top 20 like like I am right now? Yeah. And I think next morning I got a message back like, yeah, sounds awesome. Like let me know what you what you want and everything yeah, yeah. and let's talk in the next couple of days. And I was like, huh? <laughs> whoa. What's going on? Yeah. Like, that's other than racing. Like,
0: that's so cool.
1: Um and yeah, it turned out I'm signing for them and resigned again last year. Yeah, and
0: yeah, I just love it. All it's, off the back of an Instagram DM. Yeah, it's crazy. It shows it's worth trying these things, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah, huge best, change, best decision ever. Yeah, what was it like moving there then? Because you you're, you've gone from Gamax, which is a great setup, but it's one of the smaller setups. Yeah, to a team that know how to support work in multiple world champions. Yeah, like it's a massive change
1: when I signed I was I was pretty scared to be honest <laughs> I was like oh my god Rachel G like legends they're yeah. still legends for me right now yeah Um, but yeah it was it was a bit of a tricky one in the beginning I came to Liga and it was the first World Cup in 21 and just walking into the pits like the massive truck and the big setup and the media and everything I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm in here and like <laughs> I'm allowed to do this and yeah, it it go, uh, It took some time that I got used to it. I bet. But yeah, now it's it's so good. Yeah. It's. I yeah. thought it would be like really, really hard time. Like they're going to expect a lot and yeah, just going to be super serious. Yeah. But it's the opposite. That's great. It's so chill. We have the best atmosphere in there. Yeah. Like I've never heard anybody like screaming at each other or anything. It's the best atmosphere at the World Cup. Nice. That's you, cool. go, you go past other pits and you're like... don't (laughs) want to be in there um but yeah our pits are the best yeah and that's cool because good music on them yeah good vibe
0: yeah because it can definitely get tense at a world cup right as as you get closer to race runs like it doesn't take much for the tension to creep into a pit so the fact that you guys are staying relaxed and chill is yeah it's a real positive i guess it's so good yeah
1: and everybody says that like other races like oh my god your team looks so good my one isn't there. So it's pretty
0: good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, how? What? What else did you get then? Joining a team like that, are there additional things in, from the support side that you didn't have with a, with a smaller team?
1: Well, pretty much everything. Just I could choose so much on a bike, uh-huh. which was a big thing for me. Yeah, I didn't have the best setup before, and yeah, just I can't go into every detail right now. It's like I want to go like zero point zero. Um, steep on the head angle yeah and Lori's like oh come on but yeah (laughs) let's go um just like small things like this they can they can do everything or we played a lot with the flex on the on the rear this year and we could we could do still more and they are like we could do this we could do this but yeah it's insane the amount we can change on the bike and just the knowledge of everybody i think Uh uh-huh like Lloyd, did, team teenager. he he's he's been working with g and rachel for years he was with stevie smith also and like yeah yeah he knows he, the score he knows how it, how it works and they yeah. never put pressure on me like every time i went out for a race run he's like just have fun stay safe that's
0: it sweet that's like, what you need
1: same like last year of Aldi Sol, nobody put pressure on me yeah Even after winning qualities he was like yeah just have fun that's it amazing I think that's the best.
0: With the with the bike, though, I mean, it's great that you get the opportunity to make all these changes, but it also opens up this, like, infinite rabbit hole that you can go down.
1: Definitely, you can go down a rabbit hole, but I think that's also everybody's aware of that me and Charlie, for example, are not going too far down the road. Okay. But I think we we both know that. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't go too crazy. Yeah. And I'm also more of the guy... If I do feel happy on a setup and I know it maybe could be better, I prefer to just stay on this one. Okay. I mean, if I, like this off season, we did a lot because there was so much time. Yeah. But normally you don't have that much time. Um, if I feel confident, that's it. Okay. Just work on my own. Just push There's on. There's so much more stuff you can change in your own, like, or like get better with riding position and just, yeah. Yeah. Work on yourself than on the bike. True. And our bike is really good you don't need to do much actually
0: i i've heard pretty positive things i mean you mentioned charlie like it seems like you two have got a super good dynamic between the two of you both equally like you know podium capable riders which is potentially a risk having two riders in a very sort of similar part of their career together on a team how is that working out because it seems to be benefiting both of you oh definitely i think
1: i think last year Charlie was a few times better than me I was a few times better than him uh-huh. it doesn't really matter on the end the team is happy it's a good atmosphere and you see we both like benefit from each other like Charlie got a better line there he tells me straight away I go, I find something I tell him straight away yeah. so we benefit from it you see it in other teams they work against each other and then they end up like missing yeah. out, of, out of the podium for like point three or something if they would have worked together, they would be on it. So I think there's no point to not work together. Yeah, And yeah, can't wait to see Charlie on the podium this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, not going to bet against that for sure. Yeah. So t- t- 2021, solid season for you. Uh, nearly cracked the top 10 with an 11th at Snowshoe at the final round mm. of the year. Um, but it's kind of coming into 2022 that things really started to heat up. Did you make any changes coming into that 2022 season? I've heard you talk about changing trainers at some point. I don't know when that was.
1: Um, did I change trainer? I think I changed trainer the year before. Because
0: uh-huh. you've been p- potentially I was going with... a bit too hard on yeah, the training side.
1: No, I was going too hard before I started working with Pecky. Okay. I like did like a lot of CrossFit stuff and uh-huh. everything, which didn't work out for me. Probably works out for other people. Yeah. Um, but I did t- change trainer in 21 already, I think. I didn't change too much okay. from 21 to 22. Pretty sure. No, just the new tires from Conti yeah, yeah. were coming up. Yeah. We already had them in 21, Yeah, but I didn't really get used to them straight away and we okay. did develop them a bit more yeah. till 22. Um, But that was the biggest thing, I think. Okay. Nothing crazy.
0: Were you... Were you looking for change or were you happy with how things were going in 21 and like willing to, like you said earlier, trust the process? Yeah,
1: no, I was really happy with 21. Like you said, the last World Cup, I I was 11th. I think I was 4th at the last split in the woods. And I just did a massive mistake or like three massive mistakes in the Uh last sector. So I knew the speed is there. I knew the bike must be good and also Charlie did like insanely good in some splits and so we both knew we just need to put it together like a few okay. few more things and then it will be sound. Yeah. And yeah, I was happy to stay on the same setup and everything for one year, or like for the next year. Yeah, have that cuz I never had that before. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I always changed frame or suspension or tires or everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I was stoked to to be on the same yeah. same stuff. And the season started really early so yeah it yeah. was March wasn't it we yeah. started
0: in Lords, and um you got 22nd yeah and I heard you say somewhere I can't remember <laughs> where I saw this you basically felt like you were absolutely on one thought you'd had an incredible run came down and saw that time was a long way off kind of where you thought you were going to be yeah it was How, pretty bad yeah
1: yeah both me and Charlie I think did I get 22nd he got twenty first, or the other way around I don't remember um but yeah, we've both been in the finisher. Like, what's going on? <laughs> we're like eight and a half seconds back or something, and we both felt like we're on a heater—not not on a heater, but like on a on a really good one. Yeah. So eight and a half seconds is punching your face pretty much. Yeah. And I was like, question everything. Like, what did I do this off season? Maybe I should have changed something on the bike, and you start to think about everything and yeah. yeah. Wasn't a good mindset after this, but
0: yeah. How do you drag yourself out of that? Like, I guess all that mental training you've been doing is there to try and help you like catch, like the meditation is there to help you catch these bad thoughts and try and let go of them and move, move beyond it. But it's, it's very easy to say that very hard to do it in reality when you've had an experience like that. How did you find it trying to kind of bring it back under control and regain belief in yourself?
3: Mm, it's
1: a hard one I think for me I always did like not too good at the first World Cup so I was like let's just keep trying and see how we progress Yeah. and I knew I, I wasn't too active on the bike so it was more like a thing about me and I started to get like more active on the bike we went to Sea Otter yeah. for a dual salon. Yeah. and I think this changed a lot of my riding style that weekend uh-huh. because I realized how fast you can actually go okay like I never did like a fir- I think it was 30 seconds or not even how crazy fast you can go in that time <laughs> and I realized okay if I can just transform a bit of this to a World Cup track that must be good interesting but I tried it too hard then <laughs> yeah went, okay we'll we talk went to William, and yeah yeah
0: you, so you, you podiumed at <clears throat> Crank at the, sorry at Seata didn't you in the yeah slalom. I got a third yeah my so chain nice... snapped
1: in the semifinals, I think it was. Yeah. I won the first heat against Keegan who won the race and then my chain snapped out of the gate. Yeah. So I had no chance for the for the win
0: anymore, but yeah. But still a nice confidence piece. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, no,
1: I, I, I was happy when I made it into the top 32 at the yeah. qualies. I was like, will I even qualify? <laughs> I've never done something like this. Yeah. So it was sick.
0: That's ace. Yeah, I was stoked. Yeah, so it gets the mojo going a bit and you're starting to feel a bit like more confident on in your riding. But yeah. Yeah, there was a, a training crash at Dovey, right? Which sort of...
1: Um, actually, there was a crash before in Fort William. Like ah, I mentioned before, uh, we raised the BDS, ah, Of course, yeah. And yeah. I crashed in practice, rode off a helmet, and like, I was a bit we- feeling weird after that. Yeah. And I still got fifth at the BDS, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then we drove down to the Ripple performance camp like we did this week. Yeah. And I got ill again i COVID before like two weeks before this oh, man and i got ill again but different kind of i don't remember really what it was um and i was like i need to ride my bike i'm so far back uh-huh. like i wasn't if i think back now it was it was super stupid i should have never jumped on a bike that day uh-huh. and i i went to the top of race track in davi i did the first pedal stroke uh, pedal stroke and I clipped the pedal on a rock. Oh, I man. nearly fell over like on the little rock down yeah. there. I was like, oh my God, I'm not feeling good today. <laughs> I was like, just like keep riding. Like maybe you get into this. And I felt really bad the whole way down. And there's like a little fire road. Do you know where the big table's in? Yeah, in the yeah, open On racetrack, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it pretty much like ends. Yeah. And then you, you roll down the fire road and there's like a step up. Yeah. To like super swoop over there. And on the fire road, I was like, oh i'm not i'm not feeling feeling well got onto that step up compressed on the take of like i had no power in my legs yeah just compressed and fully otb landed on my head shoulder everything like oh, man. i knew it like mid i knew this is an injury yeah it can't be without it i hit the deck so hard uh just jump back on the bike as quick as possible because i knew something must be broken this yeah. is not this is not possible Wrote down, and the pain was coming in like on the death road down. I was like, Oh, God, just make it down, just make it down. And yeah, ended up breaking my elbow that day. I was like, Oh, God, I just started to feel comfortable like with Sea Otter and yeah. Fort William. And now I do this again. And yeah, I thought my season is pretty much
0: over. Yeah, which is fair, right? It's a pretty, yeah. pretty significant injury. So, how do we get from <laughs> feeling ill, feeling awful? Breaking your elbow. So, was it three weeks between that and Lear Gang?
1: I think so, yeah. Which is. I think it was three weeks. Like, pretty but, much spot on, yeah.
0: Unless you're like, you know, a year old, bones don't heal in three <laughs> weeks. Like, how, how do we get yourself from that state to fixed enough to have a go yet again at a World Cup down? And we don't even need to talk about the result just yet, but like, how did you yeah. get back on a bike?
1: Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I pretty much did nothing. I went home and I was like, I need a time off now. Yeah. Because I was still feeling ill and broke my elbow. I was like, I need a time off. Yeah. So I ended up just hiking with my dad and just chilling on the couch.
0: Yeah. Didn't do anything like specific in diet or anything to Nothing. like try and
1: No, I was know. I was eating healthy, of course. Yeah. Like even even healthier than I do normally. huh. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. I was I was pretty much over it at the, at this time I was like. I want to race Leo Gang so hard, but if it's not possible, it's not possible. Yeah,
0: because it's home race for you as well, yeah. right? It's not just another World Cup you missing; yeah. it's your home race.
1: And I did miss Leo Gang like so many times already. Okay. And I was over it, like I don't want to miss it again. But I got an x-ray, I think two weeks after. Uh-huh. And my doctor said, if this one feel will look okay, you can race. And if the pain will be all right. I had no pain anymore. Yeah. After one and a half weeks or something, I couldn't feel anything. I was like, "How is that even possible?" Yeah. Went for the X-ray after two two weeks later, couldn't see it nearly. It was like this is like nearly not visible anymore. So, okay, <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. good. So, I jumped back on the bike with Charlie, and yeah, yeah. a few days later, we we raced Leo again.
0: <laughs> so, did that take? All the kind of expectation off of Lear Gang for you was it just like I'm just oh. going to go ride my bike? We'll see how we get on. No, definitely. Yeah,
1: I was not expecting any. I mean, not anything. You expect like to qualify and just yeah, do like a solid result. Yeah. that was my goal. I just wanted to qualify and like enjoy the time with the boys. Yeah, I literally just wanted to be with everybody, especially after um, Charlie qualifying second at Fort, Fort William. William. Yeah, I was at home watching Lifetime and I was like. He's three seconds up. <laughs> yeah. He's six seconds up. What's going on? Yeah. And then he qualified second. and Sadly, he had a little crash in, like, before finals, but still top 15. Yeah. So, I think that was also a mental boost for me because I knew, okay, he did a second place in qualities in Fort William. The bike must be,
0: like, it's capable good. to win. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. But it, it, again, it wasn't plain sailing, right? I think you crashed last practice run and then like, nearly missed the start <laughs> as well, getting bike sorted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was a wild day. <laughs>
0: where uh, did you crash?
1: Um, do you know where Benoit Coulange crashed in his mm. finals run? He was like... Oh, in the woods, in the lower yeah, the, woods. The yeah, yeah. Shitty right-hander, yeah. like with the yeah. step. Yeah, I had a high line there. I like jumped all the way high before and it literally, I think it would, it would have been one and a half seconds faster or something. Yeah. And I did it in my first uh, practice run. And I was like, oh my God, this is fast. <laughs> I need to do this now. I was I was like scared like to do it again. Yeah. And I think I did a full run on the second practice lap. And come there and like just lost the front wheel. I was like, ah, yeah, not too bad. It's all muddy. Yeah. Like there's nothing in it. Should be okay. There's a big, I think it was a GoPro banner and I like dive down like shoulder shoulder first and behind the GoPro banner is like a massive tree oh sorry massive tree um and they used to build uh, the corner they used the tree to build a corner with it yeah and I hit my hip on it like oh man way too hard and actually Ben was there he looked I remember like looking up and like couldn't breathe I was like "Eh." For half a minute or something, <laughs> uh, it felt like my hip is soft.
0: Yeah, okay. I thought, like, oh my god, my bone is yeah, broken. It yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, In the next like just punch. I was like, no, this can't be real, this can't be real. Um, I got up. I was like, okay, I can put weight on my leg. That's that's already really good. Yeah, maybe I'm not injured. Somehow I made it down the hill, and yeah, I thought my day is over then and it's a funny one charlie was also really bad that day he was having a bug or something oh yeah he was For sick two days. his helmet yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he already said it on your yeah, podcast yeah. um we both have been in the pits like he was puking behind the pits and i was just <laughs> there like written was like, oh my god we're not having a great time here <laughs> <laughs> amazing but, yeah I, I just started to like not stopping not stopping to move i yeah. was just like doing movements like this all the time till my finals run <laughs> and got some physio treatment from Amy from the APC um, container and smashed a few painkillers. Yeah. And then went up for my finals run and then actually had another problem with my break.
0: Was that problem rectified before the race run or were you dealing just with it before, in the run?
1: Just before my race run. Like okay. I rolled down, like I, I'm a guy, I like to go to the start, get it really late uh-huh. because... I don't know, I just don't like the feeling of standing there and like hearing the beep from other races and yeah. like seeing other people being nervous. Uh-huh. I just like to go there and like goggles up. Yeah, Let's straight go. off. Yeah. So like four minutes or something, five minutes before. <clears throat> um, and I roll down, Leo Gang is like, luckily it's going downhill there. And I'm like, my brake's not working. Like, <laughs> I pull it a few times. I look back up to Harold, my mechanic, and he's like, dude my brake is not working and he's like what look like at his face i think both our faces must have been like oh my god yeah four minutes is not long to sort it was out so bad so he came down sprinting to me took my bike back up ben was also there and chris the other two mechanics uh-huh. but like all three were working on my brake just like changing the pads from a trail bike to yeah my um, downhill bike so from your warm-up bike yeah yeah, yeah yeah. luckily I put the same brake on my trail bike just a few weeks before that uh-huh. because normally we had like different brakes on them yeah so luckily and I think not even 30 seconds before my start like they were <laughs> finished with it came down with the bike and then my goggles. I've been up there because I left them on the bike before. It's like, oh
3: fuck, my goggles, my goggles.
1: <laughs> then I brought my goggles down. Like, wind was already like nearly lining up. He was behind me. I, I jumped into the start gate, put the goggles on, and I remember the last thing I thought. I was like, oh, just have fun now. All you <laughs> need is fun now. Like you don't need anything else. Yeah. And yeah, I took the few first few corners easy because I, the brake wasn't great still. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, from there on, I was like in the moment. It was one of the sickest runs I ever had. Just when you, when you don't think about anything, just riding. Yeah. You're just like, fuck. When you're like really greedy, you just try to ride and like get everything perfect. And yeah, got pulled down. I was so sick.
0: That's amazing.
1: And I remember crossing the finish line and the crowd was cheering, local crowds. Yeah and i didn't care about my run like i it was a sick run i just did a stoppy little <laughs> one and started celebrating without knowing the time or anything just
0: because you'd had fun
1: yeah and then i turned around like third i'm like oh sick <laughs> could be it will be a top 15 yeah i was like oh my god yeah such a sick day
0: so how was it sitting on the uh podium or not the podium sorry the hot seat waiting to see where you're going to end up
1: it was so good in the beginning i was like oh my god this could be a top 10 and oh my god it is a top 10 (laughs) and Charlie is coming down I was like come on Charlie just bring it down don't injure yourself and then Charlie is coming down like having the fastest bottom split I think like how is he doing this like with this like the way he's feeling Um, so he's also in the top 10 and we both like oh my god this is so (laughs) sick for a short moment then he started running over to puke behind the fence (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I got kicked off the hot seat by Danny I
2: think Uh
1: And Matt Walker. Yeah. So I was in fifth. And I think, was it Finals? Was the second last guy? I was like, oh, I will get seventh, I think. Yeah. Sick. And then he was behind me. I was like, oh my God, I will get sixth. I was like, the moment, like, I'm so stoked right now. But on the other side, I'm
3: We'd pretty, quite I'm like pretty a pissed. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Trauma was next to me. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, he will crash. He will see. I'm like, nah. And then he was one and a half seconds up and I was like, Oh god. And Trump I was like, watch the next corner, he's gonna crash there. No way. Trump I called it up. Maybe should not say that. <laughs> <laughs> but he Benwell was pretty loose yeah. there, so he, yeah. He wasn't a sick run. Yeah, he was. Um and he just like fell over and I was like, What just happened? like at this moment I couldn't believe it yeah. I think a ripple in my hand like slammed it on the floor <laughs> and just walked off <laughs> I couldn't believe it I immediately started crying yeah I was for like, sure man I was in tears like never before I couldn't believe it like really it's been a long time I didn't time want coming, to cry or huh? anything but I couldn't hold it back yeah I was never that emotional in my life before amazing it was, it was insane did you
0: have family there and stuff?
1: yeah everybody was there yeah. it was the first time my dad was at World Cup no way yeah he's amazing. never been at World Cup before yeah uh, I thought about it on the kit actually. Oh, like, the warm-up. I was like, yeah. today I'm going to show him. Yeah. I will do good. So, yeah. And you did. It Your was first such ever a podium. special day for me, yeah. Yeah. I think it's still the best day i ever had. Probably will be one of the best days forever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's super cool to hear that story, like, in the flesh. It gives me goosebumps just hearing how excited yeah, you yeah. are about it. But that must have been a huge, like, boost for you. Because not only was it... An, an amazing experience a great run a, the perfect place to do your first yeah. podium but the adversity that you would got through to do it like just that just adds to it I guess
1: yeah just everything doing this at home in front of family and after all the shit I went through there yeah. was there was actually another thing like I had a little accident like a week before Leo Gang woke up like another crash with someone else in a bike park oh no I just got back on a bike and had, like, uh, problems with that, like, with lawyer and everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh my man. God. I was actually not having a great time at all before League, and uh-huh. everything just changed in one second. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. From awesome. there on, it just started to get better and better. It did. And you went from there to Crankworks Innsbruck, I think.
1: Yeah, Innsbruck was the next yeah. one, yeah.
0: Yeah, and yet again, you got involved in the dual slalom. Yeah. <laughs> and it went even better this time.
1: Yeah, I won the dual slalom, which I I was still stoked, like, like Stoked again to qualify. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I could have a, a chance to get, a, get in the top 10. And then ended up winning. I, w- I was a bit lucky with the weather, but I'm, I think I'm just a bit better in like conditions like this. Uh-huh. And the 29er was like not in disadvantage then. Okay. Because yeah. before everybody was on the perfect bike for Jewel slalom, and I was on a basic Athens Bikes yeah. 150 29er. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, yeah, I ended up winning this, which was like so sick. And Charlie ended winning the the downhill. So yeah. another sick week for, for Atherton Racing.
2: Yeah.
0: And it keeps that momentum going, I guess, right? It's yeah. easy to like bring the momentum from Gang, but you've got a gap then and you can lose it. But you sort of kept it rolling with yeah. that and then into Eurochamps yeah, as well, right? Yeah,
1: that's yeah. Yeah, and I went to Eurochamps straight after again and ended up winning this also. I'm like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> yeah, I'm invincible. And I, I didn't care about anything anymore. I was like, if I win... I'm stoked if I get yeah. ten, I'm if 10, I'm stoked. Yeah. Because Leo Gang was my, my goal for the season was to get a podium. And I got it in Leo Gang and I was like, yeah. I don't care. I yeah. could put my bike in the corner now and chill till yeah. Lenz next year. Uh-huh. But yeah. I think that's the the mindset I had then was the best. I just didn't care. Yeah. I mean I didn't care. It's maybe maybe a lie, but yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like th- it was no pressure at all. Yeah, the result was wasn't
0: saying. wasn't the the big thing. Yeah, uh, you were enjoying being there. Yeah, and that's just, just having fun and yeah.
1: go hard on a bike. That's yeah.
0: It. So turning <laughs> up in li- in Lenzerheide, you must have felt super good then.
1: I actually felt a bit of pressure in Lenzerheide. Did you? Yeah, that was the only time I felt a bit of pressure. Okay. Because I think after after Eurochamps, I was like, was it maybe just because there was too many people there and. You're going have been maybe lucky. Hmm. So I was questioning a bit, but after the podium in Lenzida,
0: I was like, no. <laughs> I belong. We're we on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you did did things change from a media perspective? Like it, uh, there must be more eyes on you as you suddenly start to become podium guy.
1: Uh it, it definitely changed. Not too big, I think. Started, I guess Red Bull TV was a bit more more around. Yeah. Win tv and stuff like this but yeah it's not too crazy now. sport yeah so yeah
0: D- nothing that like made you feel like there was more pressure on you
1: no nah, not at all yeah i, I guess i kind of enjoyed it like getting the attention and everything uh-huh I feel like the first time you get there it's kind of nice you're yeah like it's
0: sick yeah yeah
1: you want to talk like about you just go to podium and everything yeah so yeah i was enjoying it
0: nice would you say you're a pretty like outgoing guy like quite extrovert you've you enjoyed being in front of people in that way because for some people that mm. media thing can be hard
1: i don't really know uh it depends i would say um not really media things i think okay i like being around a lot of people and like having fun yeah but if it's like too much like media stuff and stuff i don't actually want to do yeah okay or like i would i would rather be in the pits now yeah and just have fun with the mechanics or go for for a chill dinner or whatever, and yeah. otherwise you need to go for an interview there, photo shoot there and stuff like this. Yeah, I I'm a bit more chill. I think okay. I prefer to. Uh, I guess easy.
0: Yeah, and as you like work your way up in the sport, that pressure to do more media stuff does increase, right? Yeah, definitely. More people yeah. want a piece of you yeah. over a race weekend.
1: I'll try to keep it low, though. keep it chill. <laughs> yeah,
0: sounds good to me. So yeah, we go from there then off to Valnord, which was an awkward race for a lot of people. I think it was a pretty scary track or yeah. it certainly looked like it in a very awkward place because yeah. the pits was like the other side of town almost um not the easiest and super hot but yeah. you carried on that momentum
1: yeah it was a crazy weekend um it was i thought when i saw the track i was already like i forget the top 20 here i'm stoked okay it's not my writing style at all uh-huh. it's it starts like just a, a long pedal into the fastest section I've ever ridden, pretty much. <laughs> it's just like a motor track on a downhill bike. Yeah, yeah. And Good summary. There was no technical section in it till the bottom split, pretty much. Uh uh-huh. Just like flat out and like super narrow and super dangerous. Yeah. I yeah. thought about this the whole time. I yeah. was like, if you get off there and hit this tree, you are...
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, this is it. It's really going to hurt, yeah. yeah.
1: And... Yeah, I guess that's stuff you should not think about. But yeah, I struggled on the top section pretty badly. I think I still managed to qualify in the top 10. Uh I think I did, yeah. And I was like, hmm, okay. Looks like I could still maybe do a bit better than the top 20 than I expected. And then I started my final run and I think I was 46th at the first split. So like nearly dead last. <laughs> uh, I remember the, the top split. I was like, "Oh, I can't go any faster. I know there's more in it, but yeah. I'm too scared. Okay. But I knew the bottom section, that's that's my, that's my, ter- how do you say, territorial? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just like tried to hit my marks on the top and then at the bottom section I went for it and I pulled back a lot of time at the bottom section and yeah, pulled up pulled out another podium on a track I pretty much hated yeah nah I hated it that's, not, not just pretty much I hated yeah. it but that's a huge <laughs> the statement the bridges and
0: everything yeah it was, it was sketchy eh the
1: dangerous track I've ever ridden I think yeah yeah. was not fun no like hope the, the diggers hear it and can I change it for this yeah
0: it was, it was scary to watch to be fair the
1: bridges like the last bridge I actually went fastest in that section but uh-huh. yeah I did I did go quite fast down there but you jumped down the bridge and then into a super narrow bridge on a corner with like was it the rubber muds? yeah it was weird you had to corner on them which was like super weird and then yeah. you landed super close to padding onto atomic road
0: yeah there was some bad crashes there and we yeah. were lucky no one what got hurt it? worse Remy, Remy Myersmith yeah had a nasty one I thought
1: no, stuff we don't really need I think yeah. no, they could yeah. have made it so much easier yeah for sure and also better looking I think yeah I rewatched the race. And I was like, "This looks
0: not good." Yeah, it's a bit janky to mm. to watch on television. So hopefully
1: this year will be better.
0: Fingers crossed. We'll see what they've uh, because put Because Andorra
1: was like pretty much the, one of the best workouts before that. Yeah, the old track was insane. I think the new track could be insane. It's like just a few little changes. Yeah, get rid of the bridges
0: for sure. And some pits nearer to the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the track. <laughs> yeah, but fifth place yet again. Three podiums in a row. How is it? Are you getting caught up in it? Are you like, well, whatever happens now, I'm just, I just podium. This is how this works. Like,
1: mm, nah, I actually thought it must be that. That must be it now.
0: Okay, you thought that already
1: was- after Lenza, I was like, Phew, let's see if we can get another one, maybe. Yeah, but after thought I was like, this, this can't get <laughs> like
0: three in a row. That's yeah. that's insane.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, what was the next one? Actually? Snowshoe, huh? What's Snowshoe next? Yeah,
0: one? and Snowshoe threw w- weather into the mix pretty heavily. Oh, yeah. like, it oh was I loved Snowshoe. Really rough. Yeah, because yeah, not a lot sick. of people were saying they loved it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I'm one of the boys when it's um, when everybody hates it, I love it. Okay. just like I probably don't like it, but I pretend to. Yeah. And I start to like it because I see other people struggling. I'm like. Yeah. that's good that's good
0: but I think Bernard said similar things right and Bernard Did went he? well there yeah yeah, yeah. He, he likes to try and enjoy the tracks when other people are struggling yeah because it feels good yeah, I don't yeah.
1: Know. if you see other people struggling it's like giving me a confidence confidence boost yeah and I like every splits on World Cup tracks where people complain about or like everybody is like this is this is shit I don't like this yeah Um. that's my best split. <laughs> it's funny don't know why
2: that's
0: awesome
1: just like try to like Get the positive out of it.
0: Yeah, and it uh, worked.
1: Yeah, definitely. My goal for that week was like to not crash. Yeah, because we're like everybody was just crashing. I saw so many guys having so many crashes. Like if I can manage this week to not crash, this will be good. Yeah, I didn't crash once. Not uh, even like a little. Not even a tip over. No way. I did get off track on the bottom section once. Uh huh. And I was on the floor, but because I threw the bike away and like. I, okay. had a, I had a pole between my legs oh. into the nuts, nice, which was so painful. <laughs> um, but it wasn't a crash; I just like, okay. yeah jumped on the floor. Yeah, but yeah, that's it.
0: Amazing, that's impressive. Similar, Similar to Cami, yeah. Cami was yeah, she was the same. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah.
1: And someone else told me, don't remember, yeah. But yeah, I was a tricky one. Such a hard, like such a hard trick. Yeah, sick trick though. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So do. awkward, and I like when it's like not just flat out, it's like you need to ride with your head and like rethink really about it.
0: Yeah. Third place, best result to date at that point, and
1: finally a real podium. Yeah, yeah okay. that was for Austria. In Austria, everybody was like, yeah, you got a fifth, you <laughs> got a fourth, not, not and a another podium. fifth. Yeah. That's not a podium, bro. They <laughs> were like, that's not a podium. It's man. a mountain <laughs> biking podium. <laughs> okay. And then I finally got my first real podium. Yeah. I was like, finally, the We've media in Austria, it.
0: take this one. But <laughs> <laughs> they really giving you some some shit for that?
1: Yeah. That's crazy. The, like the skiers and everybody's like, yeah, it's not a real podium. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. And then Monson and Ann didn't go quite your way, right? You had some, Ill- was it illness that weekend?
1: Yeah, I already started to be a bit ill in snowshoe. Uh-huh. I felt like not too great the last two days. I was like, I eh, feel like something's coming up. Didn't go to the after party really and like just tried to um, stay healthy. But yeah. I think it was COVID. The test didn't say it's COVID. Okay. So I had like all the symptoms, but yeah. Yeah. The test didn't say it, so I was good to go. Um but yeah, I just wanted to, to make it through the week in Montenegro. Such an nice trick. Yeah. Lucky I didn't like have a huge year or anything there.
0: So, yeah. No, but you were top ten at some of the top splits, right? You just you had a mechanical uh, lower down, I think. I think
1: I was seventh at the last split. Okay.
0: Or the second last split. Uh
1: huh. Last place, just before the finish, and then yeah, got a mechanical at the bottom yeah. section. Just I was just thinking like, you're nearly at the bottom. <laughs> I was. arm pump like never before and just like so tired Uh because yeah my illness was too bad this week and I just thought like this is it I'm nearly there just bring it down and I was think I was already fifth in the overall that time Uh and I was like just like get a few points in that like maybe like keep it yeah yeah and just when I thought it (laughs) it's like no that's it's not happening is it (laughs) like on a on a straight there must have been something really sharp and yeah sliced my tire my only puncher the whole season yeah not much like you I had, can do about i've that. never had a puncher the whole year pretty much yeah not even in practice yeah and i get in a final run i was like oh come on but yeah and yeah. then i had a doping control after oh brilliant They never tested me on a podium yeah and then i have the worst day ever and <laughs> they test me there like come on
0: wasn't a great day. Yeah, the world wasn't on your side that no. day. and then we went from there to AJ for worlds. Uh, a track, I think. You, again, you sort of struggled to get into a little bit. The speed was pretty high there. Yeah, the top section was gnarly.
1: Yeah, I did. I did do pretty good in my race run on top. Yeah, like we we analyzed the. Uh, I don't know how accurate it is, but you can see the time uh, on Ripple TV. Uh, okay, and when I crashed the tree, we like checked like everybody's time, okay. and I was on like second there. Uh, like fair play. Bruni there yeah, but yeah. would
0: should blah, yeah blah. yeah these things happen right yeah. it's one of those races where everyone's gonna push that little bit harder accidents are more likely I suppose yeah.
1: but I think I got a different mindset that weekend Like that was the first time I got the world champs mindset really like I will just go for this one back to like, maybe, yeah. junior mindset yeah of, like, I gotta be in. back into it maybe that's why I crashed <laughs> um, but it unlocked something in my head for, okay for the next race
0: yeah okay tell me a bit more about that what what do you think it unlocked did you just realize that there was a bit more speed there yeah
1: I think at the World Cups I'm more like a bit more conservative like keep it clean keep yeah. it clean I'm like I think I'm a pretty smooth rider right now yeah or the last couple of years already and I'm more like the consistent guy I was like World Champs is not there to be consistent yeah You need to go for it or otherwise you're going to be maybe fifth. And then you're like, oh my God, it's worth nothing at World Champs. Not nothing, but
0: yeah. Yeah, the medal is what you want. Yeah, you want a medal. Yeah,
1: And yeah, I was in that mind state, like just go for it. Yeah, And yeah, I was definitely riding better than I ever did before. Uh So yeah, that was sick. Especially on the fast section on the top, I was like, I'd never felt that confident before.
0: That's cool. My
1: line's so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. So you carried that like swagger and aggression into Val de Sol the following weekend. Yeah. Again. Yeah. A track that a lot of people, especially last year, were not big fans of. It was super rough. So sick. (laughs) And you're just turning up with a massive smile on your face. Did you set? say, again, I think I read somewhere you set out to win time train and you were like, I'm going for this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, already. I think after Leger, I was like, I would go for it. Like, I would go for it straight away because you could see it the last couple of World Cups. Finn did it in um, Montsenem. Yeah. He just started to push really hard from the very beginning. Yeah. And I thought, this is it. That's what you need to do now. Armory is doing it at every yeah. World Cup pretty much. Yeah. He did it last year everywhere till the end. He was fading a bit on the end, but. Leo Gang, I think it was four seconds up and stuff like this in time practice already. Yeah. You could see like this guy is pushing hard already. And I thought I would just want to try this like um this mental state he got, like just go in it, like full gas straight away. Yeah. Even if it's a gnarly trick and you get tired and everything. But the confidence boost you get out of a time practice win is insane
0: and the and what it does to the other riders as well i think there's yeah. a, there's that like you start to worry other people yeah definitely
1: yeah definitely now i think I, how much did one time time practice i think three and a half seconds it's
0: a big margin i was like oh we got three and a half
1: seconds that's <laughs> a lot like it, it did something to me you you just want more and more and more yeah and yeah it was was pretty sick and then be.
0: and then you won qualies the next yeah.
1: day yeah I'm not sure that I was so stoked about winning qualies um,
0: <laughs> because of what it does <laughs> yeah. like on the on the race day
1: yeah I was actually I was really stoked but on the other side I was like oh my god I gotta be I gotta be <laughs> last man down the hill I'm fifth in the overall like I was really confident in my head till this till my quali run yeah and from there on I struggled really
0: bad really yeah just because it's the first time, do you the think the first time? Yeah,
1: yeah. I talked about it with my mental coach a lot. Yeah, and now I'm like, I want to be in this position so bad, and like again. Yeah, because I feel like I didn't do do it, uh, good before, okay. and now I'm like, I want to do this again. Yeah, I want to be up there last, and of course, like go for the win. But yeah, yeah, I was not in a good good men- mental set. Mental,
0: well, yeah. To be fair, even so, the result was pretty good. Second yeah. place best world cup result to date only loris was ahead of you
1: yeah he had a good run
0: he did have a good run and again like loris is a, a sort of cat like smooth rider works really well in that technical you know rough track like yeah. that how did it feel to get beaten on that day like
1: i still don't really know how i feel about it Uh uh-huh. um the first 10 minutes in the finish area were pretty bad for me okay. i was like I thought today will be the day, you know, and yeah, I was just the whole rundown. I was like, is this a World Cup winning run <laughs> and stuff like that? I wasn't, Your I was not in the there. zone. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Crossing the last, um, the last split, split time, I could hear the crowd at the bottom. I was like, they're going loud. It could be good. <laughs> you know, like stuff you should never ever think about. Yeah. But yeah, I struggled a bit afterwards, but. When I went to the podium, I was like, "Oh my god, you, you, you start to moan about a second place at the World Cup. <laughs> what, what's wrong with you?" And I remembered I, I met Bruni in snowshoe after the first race in twenty-one. Yeah, he got second behind Reese, and he was like, pretty moody. I was like, dude, you just got second. I got twenty-eighth. Like, I would give everything for that. Yeah, and I just remembered saying this to him. I was like,
0: yeah. Okay. Be yeah, be yeah, yeah.
1: And then I got the fourth in the overall as well. I was like, oh my god, i so sick, actually.
0: Yeah, considering you set out to get one podium in the season.
1: Yeah, ended up with five podiums in the <laughs> yeah. overall podium, so bit be- bit better. It's pretty good, isn't better it? than expected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still, i like, I want the win. Yeah. And I wish it would have been a win, but
0: still, plenty of time. Wait. I gotta wait. Yeah. Yeah. So where do we go from there then? So you you've. I mean, you were a podium guy last year. That literally, like, sums up your season. You were so consistent at putting it on the podium. You clearly want to get from podium guy to winning guy. Where do you go? Do you trust the process? Do you, like, leave everything as it is? Do you go hunting for little bits here and there? How have you approached taking yourself from podium guy to winning guy for 23
1: it just feels unreal, like talking about it <laughs> when you like say all that stuff. Like, oh my god, I can't believe what we're talking <laughs> about here. Um No, nah, it's definitely trust the process thing. Yeah, I don't want to go into Lensa like I need to win this now. Maybe I go to Lensa that it's just the top twenty. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah. I want to be consistent again. I don't want to throw everything away. Yeah, what I did last year, I want to be consistent. Just. Hit my lines, yeah, like a motor guy would say. Yeah, hit my marks. Um, But yeah, consistently, gonna work consistently to a win. Yeah, that's my that's my goal.
0: Good, not going out the gate too hungry. If
1: it will not happen this year, it will happen later. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've uh, don't want to push like into it
0: yeah and i guess this year because of the long off season and some of the changes we've had a couple of opportunities that we maybe wouldn't normally get pre-season to get a little bit of a judge of where everyone's at or where some people are at because we've had the test event and we had the fort william pds which was basically a mini world cup um yeah talk us through the test event first from your perspective
1: um test event i think it was actually pretty good the trick was a Bit too fast for me. Okay. And a lot of writers said that it was already fast last year at the World Cup, and they made it just a little bit faster again, like straighter. Yeah. And I thought, like, I like corners. I would like to ride some corners, not just <laughs> get off the brakes and yeah. click your brain off. Yeah. Um. So this was a bit of yeah. I hope they won't do it at the World Cups. Okay. I hope they will make it a bit more technical and actually slower than it was before yeah yeah because I think we go into a direction which is already not good for the sport not good for the races like too fast too dangerous yeah, yeah we could make it a bit more tech and also I think it would look it would look better like more line option yeah stuff like this.
0: I think it depends on on how how the viewers is interpreting it yeah some people like just want to see speed
1: yeah definitely I think we can um it's good to have, like, fast sections, but they should be made for to ride fast. Yeah. Not, like, just tape a wood section really straight and it's super sketchy, like, tied to the trees. Yeah. People will not see it's tight for us. Yeah, true. It will look the same speed for them, but yeah. you can make a fast section... Be safe, I think.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and still have some um, really good technical bits that yeah. open up different lines. Like, it was cool seeing, like, Reese put a couple of different lines in at Leger two yeah. years ago, and it's Stuff nice like when this. a track has a few options and keeps people guessing a bit.
1: Yeah, I think Leger is a pretty good one, actually. It's so fast, but it's fast in safe sections, I would say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe not a few Give sections. Give or take, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A few sections are a bit sketchy. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, I think they do a great job. I think the the media is going to be quite good. Yeah. What I've seen from the cross-country stuff. And they did do some new Finnish polls in in Lords. Yeah. Which will be pretty sick, I think, for spectators next to the track. mm mm-hmm. um, And the new taping. I'm not sure what they're going to do now. Yeah. But I think it should be good. Nice. I think maybe the tough blocks they put in the yeah, gates yeah. will be a bit weird for us in the beginning, like different for like looking at into like next corner and stuff. Yeah, I like Yeah, getting the vision line. But a bit. on the other side, everybody will have the same. So yeah, if there's a big stamp, we would we would also not see something. So yeah, yeah. I don't Fair. really I don't really care. Yeah, it's just uh, and I I think I like the semi final final okay. thing now. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <You> Let, <think? laughs> let's see i think i'm a consistent guy so it like suits me yeah and they changed the point system to 100 points in semis now yeah it's much better it eh? was not good before yeah, like i yeah. was complaining about this also yeah but now it's good i think yeah. because final is final now and not two runs. yeah makes makes yeah. sense
0: yeah but everyone's gonna be going pretty hard in that semi still right because like, there's a lot of people that top yeah. 30 is you got to push to get top three. Yeah,
1: I will go hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will also go hard in qualies. Yeah. It's points, you always, you need every point. Yeah, yeah. Like last year, I think I did good in the oval because I also did good in at the qualies. Yeah. It's so many points you, you gain there. So you need to go harder, like in every run. Yeah. much.
0: Fair play. And were you looking much at your result from that Lord's Test event? Were you interested in that or?
1: Not really. Okay. Not really. You could see everybody was in a different mindset. Like, Thibaut, he was definitely in a nearly World Cup mindset. Okay. He was celebrating hard and, like, fair play to him. He was riding so good. Yeah. Um, And I think it probably gained a lot of confidence for him. Mm -hmm. or He gained a lot of confidence. But for me, it was just, like, too sketchy to push on his track. If you crash hard there and injure yourself, you're like, oh, my God, why did I do this? Yeah. It's not worth anything.
0: Yeah, it doesn't mean anything.
1: Yeah. That's it, yeah. And no, I was more like in this mental state. Yeah. Just like have a clean run. I pushed hard in some sections where I knew yeah. it's safe. But I kept like the top section.
0: I, I was going easy. Fair play. It was pretty loose. Yeah. So sixth place then is no, still I was a stuck. solid result. Yeah. Like 6.3 back off T, I I think. I don't remember. Yeah,
1: For Something like this, yeah. Yeah. I think so. No, nah, yeah. I was happy. Definitely. Yeah,
0: nice to see where you stack up. And then... Yeah. Yeah, BDS at Fort William. Were you there for bike time on a big track, World Champs practice, or to see where you stacked up against some of the top riders?
1: Pretty much everything. Okay. Yeah, we got some new internals from Fox. Okay. So I want to try this in Fort William. I think yeah. it's a really good track to test. Um, turn out, it's really good. Yeah. Um, just bike time compared to others. And of course, yeah, World Champs, biggest race of the season. On a track, I don't prefer too much. Okay. So get some time in there; is definitely key. Yeah. For me, and ended up nine, f- How much was the back? Like close to
0: six seconds. I was going to say five, five or so off the win, but yeah. only one and a bit off the podium. Yeah,
1: I was stoked. Yeah, I was stoked. I wasn't a heater. Yeah, yeah. I was on a, I was on a good run on the top section. I think I was third at the split, which I was really stoked on because I normally struggle on the top. Uh huh. And then I just. Yeah, Went too slow in the bottom section, which won't happen at a World Champs run.
0: Yeah, so. for sure. Interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a good World <laughs> Champs, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really hyped on this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You think there's a, wow, well, let's not curse it by talking about results, but what is it that's getting you excited about it?
1: Know, I, I, I do like Fort William because it's just a special place. Yeah. It's like the downhill track to, to be at, I think. Watching it every year as a junior already and like, I missed out on it a few times, so I'm, like, really greedy to go there.
2: Yeah. It's
0: yeah. got some history, hey?
1: Yeah. And the spectators yeah. are sick up there.
2: Nice.
0: It's going to be a good season. Yeah. Um, You had a little go at Hardline as well last year. Was that your first time there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Um. Yeah, first time. Yeah. And maybe last time, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you on the rider list for this year? Nah. Okay. Because nah. it's in the middle of the season.
1: Right? Yeah, I would... I think I would also not do it if it would be on the end of the season okay. again yeah. because I think I'm not too good in it. Okay. I'm just too scared on massive jumps. Right. I did all the obstacles which have been in there like road gap and everything yeah, yeah, but I didn't do the 290s. That's next level.
0: It's fair commitment to... Like
1: everybody who's doing the full line or just even like the stuff I did is insane to me. Yeah. Like I went so far out of my comfort zone already uh-huh. didn't do the 90s so everybody who's there and doing stuff is insane yeah so fair play to everybody
0: yeah it's incredible i wonder if jack so jackson's listed as a yeah, rider there is. be interesting to see where he sat in the overall by that point in the season and whether he is willing to take that risk at hardline but
1: i think jackson doesn't care <laughs> he's just he's just having a great time on the bike yeah he's going fast anytime yeah when he wants to so it's
0: gonna be a fun battle isn't it this yeah. year yeah having those guys in your category and
1: jackson like she's gonna be a good one again, Charlie, yeah, if we, if the first corner will be a bit harder this year <laughs> <laughs> oh i was I was really happy when he crashed at the first corner last year watching I was like, oh my god, watching watching your friends doing hardline is not fun
0: i I struggle to watch hardline, yeah, not because they're my friends necessarily, just because. I don't want to see some of that stuff go wrong. It's too yeah, big. Yeah, like, it is. It is scary. Yeah.
1: I saw a few crashes last year and I was like, oh my God, I don't want to be one of them. Yeah. And yeah, especially after the season I had last year and I was like talking contract to my team. I was like, if I wrap myself off now, it's not a good time. Yeah. It's never a
0: good time. But No, but it feels like you've got some proper good momentum and great to have signed another two years with yeah, Athena Racing. So right? You know that you've got that stability of bike suspension kit. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. It was you, a no brainer. Few changes this winter. You talked about playing around with stiffness on the bike. Have you gone like less stiff or more stiff?
1: Uh can I tell that, I don't know. Dunno. Maybe we do like different stiffness on different tricks.
2: Ah,
0: that would be very nah, interesting. it looks like
1: less stiff is the better one. Yeah. What Play- what
0: what ride characteristic did that provide that you particularly liked? Having a like a less stiff rear end?
1: uh more grip
0: okay yeah everywhere or just in like off camber kind of
1: no pretty much everywhere also more more dumping
0: okay yeah it was pretty interesting yeah yeah interesting and (laughs) new brakes this year
1: yeah we're on haze brakes uh combined with Galpha discs and brake pads yeah which is sick like really stoked
2: yeah
0: yeah good brakes definitely help yeah
1: and did we change anything else I think so. Pro logo saddles. Yeah. But nothing nothing huge anymore. Has it
0: been hard for you? I, I could imagine in the position that you're in coming out of that season, you could quite easily be anti-change because you're like, this is really working. I don't really want to change too much. Here. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. No, like, like the things with breaks, we said like, we had good breaks last year. We did have a few things which could have been better. huh but if you get a, a bad break, you're like, oh my god, this could ruin a whole season. Yeah. So we went to Portugal, tested the haze breaks, and Charlie and me were both like over the moon. Okay. So such a good break. Like also cheap. Yeah. But I was concerned because it's quite a cheap break. Uh-huh. I was like, well, let's see. Is it good? It's it's really good. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. You don't want to go to step back of course and stuff like this, but yeah. yeah. We made a progress in some small things, so
0: good i'm excited to see how it goes for you this season mate we should start wrapping up we've got our final four questions so we'll hit those up quickly before we sign off the first one if our listeners had 150 pounds which is about 170 euros to spend to improve their performance on a bike what would you recommend they go spend it on
1: 170 euros yeah not a lot um how much is the old chain
0: uh twice that I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe it's by a second hand one. Um, Do you find
0: that's a big big change for you, the A chain?
1: Yeah, I think it's sick. Yeah. Yeah. It depends what what bike you go. Like maybe on a high pivot you don't need it.
0: Yeah. How but would you describe what it does to the bike?
1: Just smooth on braking bumps. Yeah. Especially like if you ride tracks like Schlappming, for example. Mm-hmm. I like jumped on it in Schlappming first time. I know the track so well. Yeah. Jumped into the first line, I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sick. Um, 170 euros. New Contis. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems to be going you, well, eh? If you ride like mixed conditions, jump on the Crypto Tile yeah. front and rear. And yeah. otherwise, if you ride some muddy stuff, Argo tells,
2: Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm so stoked on them, They seem to
0: be slowing you boys down. Nah. so No, nah, yeah.
1: everybody, there's so many riders this year on Contis. Yeah, there's a lot I of shit. I actually shift. think yeah. it was an advantage last year. And mm-hmm. this year, so many on them. All good though. That's good. <laughs> All good. Nah.
0: Yeah. All right. Second one. If you could wind back the clock and sit down with yourself age 16, what advice would you give him?
1: <laughs> Don't know. 16. Oh, I went shopping to the to an Ikea the other day on a Saturday. Don't uh-huh. do that. <laughs> never again. <laughs> yeah. Why did that come up now?
0: Ikea is
2: never nah. a good place to be nah, let alone on a Saturday.
1: No, <laughs> 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 nah, I think if, we talk about riding bikes, just go easy. Uh-huh. Like, don't take it that serious. Yeah. Just have fun. Yeah. I was taking it way too serious.
0: And now you're having way more fun and the results are yeah. coming it's just, as well.
1: It's just riding bikes in yeah. the end. Yeah. It's like who cares?
0: Yeah. We're ultimately we're big kids riding bikes in the <laughs> yeah. woods. So nothing changed. I'm yeah. still
1: doing the same like i did with 13 yeah, so,
0: yeah. nice <laughs> for a job all right third one if you could have a coaching session with anyone past or present who would it be and what would you want to learn from them
1: i'm not prepared for the questions even i know you asked them so. <laughs> um probably Piron
0: right now okay yeah amory yeah yeah what would you want to know from him
1: maybe training stuff mm. it seems like he got it figured out pretty well and I think just riding with him would be sick one day yeah you not he's had like, the chance to ride together no we him. never yeah. rode with each other I tried to follow him sometimes yeah at the World Cups which is pretty hard to do
0: I can imagine
1: um, but no just riding together would be sick
2: yeah
0: nice if you're listening Amory yeah Hook Let's him get, up. Some runs in. get a ride get a riding <laughs> date in the calendar. Alright, last one. What do you do every day that you feel benefits you?
1: Mm, take a step back on the end of the day. You know them sparky little mats where you
0: can lay on? Oh yeah. Shakti mats. Yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. got one of them.
1: Yeah. I lay on them. Listen to chill music or anything. Yeah. And maybe think think back on the day like what well, was sick today yeah just be grateful for small things
0: yeah yeah nice is the Shakti mat so popular that you travel with it you bring it with yeah, you yeah I bring away. it everywhere yeah yeah,
1: yeah they're sick mm. yeah interesting good for never, my back as well
0: yeah I've never tried so, one but I hear yeah, good yeah I
1: relax on it like nothing else yeah it's so good mm. 15 minutes on it
0: there we go good stuff man well it's been an absolute pleasure chatting if people want to follow you throughout the season where's the best place for them to look
1: uh, instagram classic okay. one yeah, yeah. nice
0: Dress one 66 all right we'll stick links <laughs> in the show notes to that but yeah best of luck man i'm looking forward to seeing how it goes for you it's going to be an exciting year of racing no doubt uh but yeah we'll see you at the races
1: yeah thanks a lot nice can't one. wait can't wait to go racing awesome cheers mate cheers
0: all right that's it for this episode with andreas i really hope you've enjoyed it A massive thank you to Magura for supporting this episode. If you want to upgrade your dropper post, then look no further than the Magura Viron MDS V3. It's super simple to fit and has a relatively short post length, enabling you to get as much drop as possible. It comes in 30.9 and 31.6mm diameters, and you've got options of 100, 125, 150, and 175 millimeters drop. And then you can easily adjust the post between the 100 and 125 millimeter and the 150 and 175 millimeter drop using a simple spacer. Check out the Magura Viron MDS V3 post at magura.com or at your local Magura stockist. Also, a massive thanks to Canyon. They've just launched a whole new range of incredible e-bikes, which you can check out over at canyon.com. What's even better is that if you fancy one of Canyon's awesome e-bikes, then as a downtime listener, you can get free bike guard on your e-bike order until midnight CT on the 3rd of June 2023 by using the code canyon-fully-charged-2023 all in uppercase at the checkout over on canyon.com. Terms and conditions apply and can be found in the show notes for this episode on downtimepodcast.com. Don't forget, if you want to be in with a chance of winning one of three pairs of Magura MT7 Pro breaks, then you need to fill out my 2023 listener survey by heading to downtimepodcast.com forward slash survey before the 8th of June. Also, don't forget, if you want to help support the podcast, the best way to do that is by heading over to patreon.com forward slash downtimepodcast and setting up a donation. That's Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I know that times are tough for a lot of people right now, so if that doesn't work for you, then no worries. But if you can support, then it's much appreciated. If Patreon doesn't work, then there's other ways that you can help too, like telling your friends about the show, sharing the episodes on your social media, and leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. We've also got t-shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash shop. All right, there's loads more awesome stuff coming your way, so make sure you're following the podcast by hitting that button in your podcast app or heading to downtimepodcast.com forward slash follow. If you want a bit of extra downtime, you can sign up to my newsletter at downtimepodcast.com forward slash newsletter. All right, that's it for today. We're going to have another awesome episode coming up really soon. But until next time, get out and ride. (sighs)